my pregame ritual, I used to jerk off <laughs> before every game. Degrees, but you wanna win, this shit is muddy. Look at the wheels on the on the low podcast. Look at the rails on the life, telling the truth, seeing how good it feels. On the life, telling the truth, seeing how good I know Kobe Bryant would say you'll trade that motherfucker. Or the next interview might be about you. You shook. What's up? My name is Lamar Odom, and this is on the low podcast with my man. T-Bell, a.k.a. Night Train, a.k.a. Frequent Flyer Bell, Hempstead Stand Up. So we just here to, here to give y'all some of our truth and shoot the shit with y'all. About my man, um, it's our first topic of the day. Is uh, It's a hard one to discuss. I don't want to put everybody in a bad mood, but um, Aaron Carter. Um, it's a friend of mine. I guess you could say we competed against each other. Um, he almost knocked you out. Nah, chill out. We ain't get close to that, but he did wake me up in the ring. I wish did, cause. And um, get a limpy right. My heart goes out to his family, um, his wife, and um, damn, he had kids, right? Yeah, he had a, he had a, um a son, Prince, I think his name is. Is it? I'm not sure. Um. But um, he's the heir to the throne. The yeah, addiction is a serious subject. Of course, um, with me, um, I think everybody out there know how serious I am about that. Um, about stopping it and preventing it. I think in America we're suffering from a really bad epidemic of um, drugs. This this fentanyl, this shit is like killing people. But you know what's crazy? Like with, with this Aaron Carter situation. You could look at it from from just afar, from just watching what goes on in the news, like from the last, like let's say, month or two, and it's like it, it, it almost was like leading up to something crazy. Cause like every day he was in the press about his girl, you know, and him having different types of arguments um, about his sobriety or whatever. You just kind of had a, a, it was just a, a, a eerie vibe going into this whole Aaron Carter thing. Well, I'm not, you ever heard the term, it takes a, um, what, a village to raise a child? You ever heard that child? Yeah. That term? And um, to overcome addiction, whatever that is, it takes more than just the, the individual that's addicted. I'm telling you that from personal experience. Certain enablers. Um. Yeah, you got to, um, I think the first thing you need to do which is probably the hardest thing is to erase the yes man <laughs> in your life. If you could pinpoint those people um, in your life, if you can pinpoint who those are and, you know, the way you pinpoint them is by saying no. And seeing how they react. And um, seeing they react. But saying no, saying no is probably going to be uncomfortable. 
But that's the only way I would say you can probably pinpoint those people. He seemed like a really good dude. Like I, I never met him personally, but he, he, he always seemed to be a good dude. He, you know, I don't have. No, he was cool. Cause you never know what anybody's going through. Like we can assume we we can give our opinion on all of this shit, but at the end of the day, yeah. Cause I seen a, I seen a film on YouTube how Aaron Carter is talking. And he's telling a story about how his mom's, he comes home from visiting Michael Jackson, and this FBI, there's like four FBI agents at his crib. That was crazy. I just, yeah, I saw that. And his mom's just like hitting him like, tell him what Mike did to you. He like, Mom, you kidding me? And he like, really, Mom? <laughs> I saw that interview. He like, Mom, Mike was nothing but humble and gracious. and. But that shows you what kind of spirit... Aaron Carter had too. Like. But that go to show you what was around him though. Feel me? That's his mom's, my man. That's crazy. Like like his mother. That's the worst energy. Like what? from your parents? Just think about that. But you know it also crazy like when when you think about a person like him, like and when he starts talking about stuff like that, you look at him in a whole different way. Like First of all, he's a goat. Dude sold like a million, like eleven million records. He was like he wasn't probably like thirteen years old. You know he took a homeless lady off the streets. Facts, I heard about that. And and kind of made made a made him his uh made a made her his housekeeper. Like how many people do that? And not really to really be the you know conventional housekeeper, basically to 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 basically be at the house, basically have somewhere to live, and also yeah, because it's probably like in home robberies and, and stuff. And and, the, and to basically watch the crib, but like when you hear. Housekeeper. It wasn't the the general housekeeper. It was more like a friend over watching the house. That's that's the vibe I got from you know what I've heard about that story. But he seems to be a real down up person that you can approach. I mean, yeah, you got to get a fucked up situation. Because you got to get the yes men away from you. It's a fucked up situation because of the mental health side of it. Like you don't, you never know what somebody's going through until bam, the moment happens. Whether they, you know. The, I could have just imagined what he probably was going through every day if the dude moms wanted to set Michael Jackson up. Like, gosh, damn. Dealing with that stress, that, 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 that evil. That's his moms. That's just one, just one for instance. Imagine what? the shit that we don't know. You can't even hit the switch like, yo, it's like, that's his mom's right now to this day. That's, you know, his family's his family. Like, so you get that type of shit coming from your family. It's like you can't ever like escape that. I think so. That probably was a, a pressure for him. Who and he didn't have a will. So all yeah, to everybody out there, you know, all the men and women out there, you, you know, you start making a lot of money. Um, Take care. Of, of the course, kids. you of course you think it's gonna last forever, but um, if you want to protect your legacy and you know protect the people that you um, hold dear. We were trying to hold down while you were here. I think that's business you should take care of. Because I don't know how that goes with the law. Like who would inherit everything. I would think his, hopefully his his child gets it. Well, he, that was his girlfriend. He's not married. And he's not married, so. Is it, but you know common law? Does common law take? I don't know. I don't know how the California laws work. Um, 
But I was you gotta be more conscious. definitely. I mean, you know what? You know, I'm saddened too about it because I was speaking about it to um to Gina or Rodriguez, who's my man, our man, manager, and he was huffing live on TikTok. Like you can't huff. Like that shit is cool. You can't huff quietly. Like if I was to turn away, but the mic is still right here. If I was to turn around and huff right now, everybody would fucking hear it. <laughs> so like, you know, for those fans that were like watching, I know it wasn't your personal business to be like, yo, cut that shit out. That ain't cool, but my guy, like, but if he think it's he cool wasn't enough, smoking weed or like you know like, but if he think it's cool enough to do it in front of his fans, then they have. I think it's cool enough for them to say something to him about it. If if, if it's if it's not, I just want to know how that reaction was. But that goes back to your yes men statement, like the yes men part of it. Like, I know they got to feel like shit right now for for never like telling him no or stop or you're out of your mind. You're not supposed to be doing this or whatever. Yeah, you're wilding. You know what my saying is? Shout out to my man Jughead. <laughs> Chilling on Illin. You obviously was Illin. God bless the day. Bro, listen, I'm your man. You already know. I, I would have told you, like, yo, bro, hold up. You wildin'. You doing the most. Like, I would have I would have fought with you behind that. Like real rap. I would have I would have rather argued with you and, and and dealt with it that way. Put a physicality to it if if, if it was that important of, of you being here. That shit ain't an easy process. And you always think you by yourself when you go on this shit, so. That's just. Friends go out to his family, his brother, his mom, his kids, especially. You got a brother that's still in the industry. They were just on tour, crying on stage. Wow. That's probably the hardest way probably to lose somebody's uh, um, like that or probably get killed, I would say. Because you don't have no answers. They can't answer the question. You can't answer the question. You just got to figure it out. Just wonder why and, and how you, you know, didn't help them. Bro, I think. I don't, because I know the reason why God saved me. I know probably because I didn't do drugs that night. And my, my kids, man. But like, what the fuck? Like, but think about it, bro. Like, since you. Overdose? Since that's you, probably got to be the worst way to die right now in America. But see, that's that's part of the reason why you do right? what you do, right? If you're like a celebrity or anybody. Al? What? That's part of the reason why you do what you do. You know, all these speaking engagements you do with mental health. Yeah, I want to set these ketamine clinics up. Um, I think that's... Try to help people with, um, you know, PTSD and depression because that shit leads to people doing drugs. So you want to you wanna fight the fight. Before it even starts, yeah, try to get ahead of it at least, or or just recognize there's a problem there. But we all have the problem because we all have the reasons to be depressed. Oh, wow, yeah. If you ain't got enough something in America, you ain't got enough money, you ain't got enough something. You don't got the cool girl. You know what I mean? Just think about it for a year, we all couldn't come outside. For how long was the pandemic? Two years? 
You know, the new depression is not having enough social media friends. That's the new. So ain't nobody, ain't nobody. Not fucking cool. Not everybody's prepared for a prison term. You know, mentally. Then you put everybody in prison. Then it's not even humane. We're not gonna get into that whole conversation right now. That's a whole shit. Then the money stopped for most people during the pandemic. So what happens? Lock motherfuckers inside and stop their money. Gonna be depressed. Try to get high. Or, or, or whatever they choose to do to, to escape. You know what I mean? Whatever they chose to do to escape in the moments. So, but it takes a, a family of people, man. We got a, a person that's wounded, like an addict is. I never, you know, did huff. I did every other drug. I don't even know what that high is like. Fucking who knows? I know you can't be present. Because you hot and then it, it gotta be cheap. I mean, yeah. So you know it probably make you sick. So you can huff different shit though, like like they're like, like what's the gas? what's the premium huff? Like what's the like gas, right? Like gas if I wanted like to get if I wanted to get high, 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 and I wanted to cool chill with the coolest huffing dudes, I wouldn't. What the fuck would they huff? Yo, when I was in um, it's crazy because when I was in prep school and went to the mass. That was the thing, like, like it was a lot of kids, like, like I, I'm not. Yeah, and because of like where you from, and your social neck, you know, your social economic background, it's, it's probably because like that's probably gonna steal your what drugs to do. I don't know if huffing is a cool thing. Like, I don't know no, how nothing would that is, be cool. I mean, like, who would be in the huffing if you think about it? like probably like kids that, that shit don't suburban even sound kids. Cool though, like. I never heard, I heard, of, you know, kids smoking crack in the hood. But I ain't never heard about nobody huffing in huffing my hood. Huffing doesn't sound like, I mean, what does huff, it just doesn't sound right. Like, does it make you know. hungry? Does it make you horny? Like your friend come up to you, you want to smoke some weed? That kind of like, what are the act, like, I don't understand, like, what are the, some of, like, the, a head high? Oh, so you dizzy as fuck, you feel like you about to fall in your face. Well, shout out to everybody that's. A huff addict and that's wants to get off of it. That's against huffing. Shout out to anybody that's an addict on anything that's that, that's trying to that's get off. fighting the fight. You got that's a you got a brother with you um, that understands your struggle because it's every day. Yeah, it, it's for it's, real. It's always gonna be a challenge, bro. Because like every day is something new in this world for us to be depressed about. So you gotta keep your real friends close and God even closer. Protect your energy. You, you want to keep good energy around you. If you could, if you keep good energy around you, all your decisions will be good because good things are happening, and that's what you're thinking about. So, keep your good friends close and God even closer. That's what I think. But um, what's this next situation we talk here? Yo, didn't you just go to Chicago? Oh yeah, I went to Chicago. Peep this, right? So I went to Chicago. and went to go talk at a uh, recovery galley. Recovery galley. Gala, where, um, you know, I guess all these people are, you know, know my story, shit like that, so they hold me in high regard. Was yeah. it to raise money? Were you raising money type thing? Yeah. A charity um, type Auction, because um, it's on the west side of Chicago. Mm. Okay. you I've never been to the west side of Chicago. And I've seen the wildest shit. And no grocery stores. No, I, I want you just. I want you to just think about. It. Let that sit with your fucking head, you jerks. 
And and they, you know, these people worrying about who's anti-Semite. Fucking no grocery store. It was a recovery center. They handed out two tons of food to these people. A day? They don't see no Popeyes, no McDonald's, no nothing, nigga, nothing. That's fucking blew my mind. They don't have the food to cook it. Yo, I couldn't believe it. Yo. It just yeah, but that dumb family. Like I'm they like, had money, I was like, is this shop. a third world country? No. If they had money, they couldn't shop. But it, it hurt my heart. It? It's kind of hard to even fathom that, right? Like the In only the thing United I swear, the only thing I seen was a, a a ran down Family Dollar. Anything that like had like probably like a grocery or something. And this is no bullshit. Not one key food or Walgreens, Whole Foods, none of that shit. A bodega. None of that store. shit, my man. None of that. A little dude on the side of the road. If you seen a bodega, it looked like it looked like a little mom and pops place where you can go buy potato chips, or maybe like a mom and pops fish stand or fish market, or like a no chicken chips. market, and shit like that. That no, like no real food with nothing in it. Nothing like a, you ain't see a um, Capital Grill <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Or like, this thing ain't a Chipotle. I ain't see a Chipotle. McDonald's. I ain't see McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's. McDonald's is everywhere. And McDonald's is horrible. They don't, don't want to give them horrible food. They don't even want to give them McDonald's. This is real spit. I wouldn't, this is my own eyes. And I, what the fuck? I would get high too. But how gonna, you going to get hungry if you get high? And these people working for free. I like y'all angels. And think about this: they in the west side of Chicago. They don't have no violence in this building. She's like, I was like, this shit got to be protected by God sanctioning this building. Like, what y'all y'all doing it for free? Getting these people over drugs? And there's a outpatient, so these people were like, you know, they go home every day. They don't have no violence, no security. I said, if y'all don't think God ain't with y'all, then I said, I want one of my own my own building like that. But hopefully, if I get the ketamine building, hopefully it could be something like that. But you got to, to stop addiction, you got to stop it before it even starts, before a motherfucker know he got that problem. Because, you know, most people don't know they got the problem until it's, it's too late. And Some then, people it, born with the addiction and just Addiction is also passed through the genes. Then you get one, some drugs, you get, you know, one try, you get hooked. Wow. Mm. The world we in right now, bro. This shit is crazy. No grocery stores, my guy. Just be Can't even buy meat and cheese to make a sandwich. Fucking grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> mm. You can't get one or the other. I'll take one or the other. <laughs> you can't get one or the other. That's crazy. Wow. All right. Well... Till next time, my people. Hopefully, got hopefully we got something better next time. News next time. It's a couple things. See what I'm saying? Well, I'm trying to get by. I here. got you. I went to the Lakers game. We went to the Lakers game. I have a problem with this. Oh, <laughs> I have a couple problems. I, you know, it, before I even get into that, top seventy-five Lakers. Oh, you want to start that? Top seventy-five is the list. Fucking hold on, dude. Hold the fuck on. Top 75 Lakers. 
You're number 20 fucking five. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I think that's a really big deal, bro. Like, you, it's an honor. Like, that's super crazy. I was surprised that I was. Um, what number is like an Anthony Davis? 18. I was, I was surprised. I don't think he put in enough work. He, he ain't got enough rings. I was surprised that I was before Robert Ory. So if I'm before Robert Ory, then they really respect and understand the grit. Without fuck the talent, bro. Y'all had a fight. Y'all y'all were fighting during that era of basketball. It was rough. It was like the Bulls and and, and Pistons, but it was like y'all and the Celtics. I mean, keep, or Phoenix. keep it real with you. You ask a man in the prime of his career and his free agent year to come off the bench. Like, I mean, the businessman in me, I really should have been like, get the fuck out of here. But, uh, you, you, you Feel what I'm saying? But I was, selfless. I was too, I was too indebted. You're selfless. I mean, that's been you your whole life. So it paid off, though. Like, it wasn't a bad decision. I mean, Portland a, was offering me a lot of money. It wasn't a second guessing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Word the mother. Like sixty four. Damn, that's like a, a nice wallet. Nice wallet. A nice wallet. I could take that. But um I just smoked my agent was cursing me. He was like, yo, Lamar, you gonna be He was saying he was like, you he was like, I know where your heart is at, but you're gonna be regretting this. What the uh, Portland move? Mm -hmm. You went to Portland. It was just Portland, who else? No Portland. Nobody else was offering money other than that? No, about that time, it's, it's who has the who has the money. Yeah, it's not like you know. Oh, right, 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 right. Cap, cap yeah, you got mentioned the team. And, and how much they got a bill? But the Lakers, being twenty five, you know, I, you know, yeah, that shit was agent. That was a free agent, man. Listen, I'm uh, listen. Okay, you top twenty five. That's great. They should get you at least to consult with the team. Like, like just that's watching these games. Hold up, son. Watching these games. Like, like this is kind of torture, though. Like, this well, shit. you got to have the basketball people probably more involved. I like don't the, know. I don't know who's making basketball decisions, bro. The whole Feel culture, me? the whole culture, look off. Like, I'm going to the games, bro. I'm looking at the sideline. The assistant coaches walking around in rugby suits. Like, they got, they got on fucking leggings. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, I don't know what I'm watching, bro. But this ain't the Lakers. This ain't Showtime. Like, like, Where's, who they uh, competing with? The Laker dancers? Uh, nah, son, that shit is whack. Like I went to the game. I want to see basketball. They they put uh, what's his name? Dunn? None. Kendrick Nunn. They put Kendrick Nunn in. They making a run. They 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 really fighting in this game. They put Kendrick Nunn in the game in the fourth quarter. He was old for his whole life. Lo podcast where we always speak the truth, or at least our truth. One love. Till next time. My pregame ritual, I used to jerk off <laughs> before every game.
life telling the truth, seeing how good it feels. I know Kobe Bryant would say, yo, trade that motherfucker. Or the next interview might be about you. You shook. 